Episode 254, Amazon Women on the Moon. My name is Eric. Hi, I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. What's up, pal? Nothing. Well. How are you? I'm, I'm tired. This is usually uh, 10 o'clock. It feels like 10 o'clock instead of 9 o'clock. <laughs> so I'm uh, sleepy. Well, just because you're an idiot. What was it? Because you were given the perfect opportunity to get an extra hour of sleep. I think I did. Did you? Yeah, I think I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you? I think I'm pretty sure. No. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I think I got less sleep than I would normally get on a Sunday. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, well, because of the, the time change that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stayed up uh, technically... It was like 2.30 when I went to bed, uh, but as I had forgotten to change uh, the only clock that I own that uh, actually physically needs changing, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was actually like 3.30, and, uh, and then I slept till about 10, so mm-hmm. only like six yeah. or seven hours well, That's sleep. not too bad. Six uh, or seven? No, that's that's not good. Yeah? Considering I only get like four throughout the Oh, uh, well, that's, week. well, yeah. I try to catch up on the weekends. You can't catch up. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's a day by day scenario. It is not a day by day anything. No. Oh, well, I guess that's why we're both cranky. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's call it that. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. Things are good. Things are good. Nothing, uh, nothing too excited. I'm just, you know. The star things are good. Yeah. Right. Halloween came and went. Yes, it did. It's too bad. I like Halloween. Yeah, well, we spent uh, an entire month celebrating. We, we should have done a podcast about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> if only we didn't have the four thoughts. Oh, yeah, it would have been great. Uh, we're dumb. We don't think in advance. <laughs> Maybe we should start recording them now about Halloween. Okay. So yeah. for next Halloween, we'll have them ready. So from here on out, we just do horror, horror related. I, I think uh, we can do that, or we <laughs> could do. All right, here's my idea. Okay. Let us record over between now and next October first. It's like another eleven months. So in that eleven months, let's record thirty-one extra podcasts. <laughs> right. So we can have one for every day so of Halloween? So we can have one for every day of Halloween next year. The 31 days of Halloween. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I think we should do them all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is that uh, I don't think we know 31 different people that have a show. Oh, it's true. Combined. We could have, you know, Joe play many parts. That's true. Yeah. He's pretty good at that. He could wear a monocle or right, something. Right, right. Doesn't translate well in not, not, radio. Yeah, yeah. But we'd know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would uh You buy can that. feel it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If if we can see him in character 
then that will get through to oh, the yeah. listener. It'll translate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, apologies to the listener for bombarding you this entire month. <laughs> oh, they skipped. The, they skipped some. Oh, I'm sure they should have. Yeah. They should have. <laughs> Although we had some good guests. There were some yeah, some nice people. Yeah. Some nice town folk. Yeah, town folk. They're all in our, they're all from our town. They are all from the town. Yeah. I mean, one of them isn't. Huh? Your, your lady. Well, this is Dayton's Xenia's part. Of Dayton, really. Yeah, but we're. We're, we're Kettering folk. I'm Dayton folk. You're Kettering. I don't <laughs> no. care what you keep trying to say. You're Kettering. You, you can. I'll. You can have that argument with the postmaster general, sir. Four five four two zero. Uh huh. Yep. Kettering. <laughs> I'm Dayton. I'm Dayton. Kettering. But this is among. The dumbest arguments we've ever had. Oh, yeah, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're like the Lockhorns. <laughs> and many others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's talk about this movie we watched. We did watch a movie. And it wasn't a horror movie. No. It was, uh... Although there was an Invisible Man and a Wolfman. There, there was indeed. And, a, and Jack the Ripper. <laughs> and the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> yeah, Spoiler. Uh, uh, Amazon Women on the Moon. Oh, yes. Yes. A movie you and I collectively have never seen before. Which is fucking weird. And seen pieces. Because uh, uh, I vaguely remembered the David Alan Greer segments. And uh, I know that I had seen the uh, Michelle Pfeiffer segment before. Yeah. Yeah. The Steve Gut- or, no, it's not the Steve Gutenberg. That's the hospital one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had never seen any of it. All right, which is so weird because this is exactly the kind of stuff I loved the year this came out. You know, right? Yeah, like dumb. Yeah, like dumb comedies. Like, uh, it reminded me of a Kentucky Fried Movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe a, there is some connection between the two. Is there? I, I don't know for sure, but but yeah, there is some writers or something. Something about the two. Yeah. Hmm. Should have done some research. Hmm. No, why start now? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've also never seen Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That was great. Yeah. But yeah, this one is like what like. 20 skits by six directors, basically, something like that. Something like that, yeah. There's a lot of skits. Yeah. Including a few that didn't make it. Right. There's some deleted scenes. Yeah. I think we watched all the deleted scenes. I would I would say 100% for the best deleted. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see one that should have been in the movie. <laughs> uh, they were all good. Like, like the deleted ones were, were fine. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't think they would have added anything. Right. Yeah, they were, some of them were, like the ventriloquist one was kind of weak. It was kind of weak. Yeah. The the unknown soldier one went on a little too long. Right, yeah. Uh, like, that would have been a good starter to the movie, because you're not quite sure it looks real. What's happening. Right yeah, now. it's like dark and serious looking, and the comedy just kind of finds its way in. Right. So right. I could see that as like an opener, but anywhere else in the movie, I think it would have been too slow. Right. Uh, and then uh, there were some uh, 
deleted scenes from the the actual ones that were in the movie that uh, mm. didn't really add anything to those skits right. at all. Right. You know? uh, in fact, I think one of them actually kind of ruins one of the skits. The uh, the uh, the one that features uh, Brian Cranston. All right. <laughs> Did you know he was in this before? Yes. Okay. I had no. I had no. Well, I knew he was credited, but uh, like you know. As we were watching the movie, I was like, "Well, I didn't see him at all." Yeah. So when we—that's kind of why I wanted to watch the latest uh, series. Okay. To see. To see, because because he's on the cast list. I would never have recognized him. <laughs> he is young. Yeah. He is very his, young. His voice sounds different too. Well, well, he doesn't have too much to say, but eh, I mean, yeah. I, I yeah I wouldn't have yeah I wouldn't have. Age, you know, takes right. its toll. Right. Yeah. He's a man in his fifties now. I'm mm-hmm. sure well, this was almost thirty years ago, twenty-five yeah. years ago. Yeah. So yeah, he was super young, right? Uh, so yeah, so this is uh, it's not really an anthology movie, but uh, it kind of has some connective bits, like right. like the Amazon Women on the Moon. Uh, is it you know is like a spoof of like Forbidden Planet or something, and, right. and it's kind of peppered all throughout the movie and. And as one of the deleted scenes showed us, it was originally the the beginning of the movie was, well, sort of an introduction to Amazon Women on the Moon. I don't know. But, but yeah, yeah, it's more just like a sketch comedy movie, right, sort yeah. of. Um, and, and done in the 80s when, uh, you know, they could show boobs and, and they could curse. And this was a way you could see it because, you know, otherwise, it, you know, it was like HBO or... Or Showtime, you couldn't. There, there wasn't a lot of channels that had this sort of comedy, you know, on television. You know, you know what I mean? No, I do not know what you mean. Like, like this kind of, this kind of. <laughs> this com- is a movie. This kind of comedy now, though, you could see all over the TV now. I don't think so. Oh yeah, sure. Not with boobs and and. Uh... And uh, the, the swearing. Oh, I'm sure. Showtime, HBO. Showtime, HBO, but they could also do that back in the 80s, too. Yeah, but who had Showtime or HBO in the 80s? My parents. Like 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily the news? Come on. What was that? Not necessarily the news? No. It was an HBO show. Uh, it was uh, The Daily Show before The Daily Show. Uh, uh, but it was uh, said about uh, uh, fart jokes and boobs. I never, I never saw a HBO or Showtime until probably I was in my thirties. Right. <laughs> well, it's been around for a while. Right. Well, yeah. And, yeah. and they could do exactly this kind of thing. Was this on there though? Then uh, I'm sure that whenever this movie came out, it eventually went to. Oh, I mean, like, like sketch comedy. Like. Yeah. Okay, I thought they just showed movies only. No. Yeah. Okay. They've always had. Well, I don't know about Showtime, but HBO has always had, like, original programming. Okay. Like, not necessarily the news or First and Ten. Right. So I've never heard of those. Other shows from the 80s that HBO had. That's that's what I meant. Like, this to me, this seemed more like a TV show of comedy sketches than it did a movie. But the time period it's from, it made me think that they did that as a movie because there were no TV shows like this. But mm-hmm. maybe there were. I don't know. They did it as a movie because it's a movie. <laughs> right. But, it, yeah, I don't know. It just reminds me more of it. Yeah, they could get away with this stuff in movies forever. Exactly. That's what that's what I mean. Right. They could get away with it in movies, but it but reminds they me. still can't get away with this stuff on TV. <laughs> Except for on Showtime. Except for on Showtime or HBO, which they were also doing prior to this movie ever coming out. See, I did not know that. Yeah. 
but on regular TV that us poor people have, they can't do any of this. <laughs> right, right. No. All right, I'm glad we got this cleared up. <laughs> it's cleared up? No, it's yeah, not. So okay. You should never have brought it up. <laughs> what else am I going to talk about? Uh, uh, I don't know. Our exciting lives. <laughs> we already did that. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, our fascinating debate about Dayton versus Kettering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's there's uh, quite a number of uh, of awesome actors and actresses in this movie that I had no idea were in this movie. Yeah. Like like your opening sequence with Arsenio Hall. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, let's see. We've got Arsenio Hall. We've got... Uh, the aforementioned Brian Cranston in a deleted scene. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Steve Gutenberg, Griffin Dune, uh, Peter Horton, Ed Bigley Jr., yeah. uh, Robert Picardo. Uh, um, the old drunk guy from Gremlins. Uh, oh, yeah, Dick Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, uh. uh David Allen Greer. Uh, David Allen Greer here, of course. B.B. King. Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Mark McClure. Uh, he was uh, Jimmy Olsen, and uh, he was in uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. Rip Torn. Rip, to- Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor, yeah. Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Rip Torn is a different guy who was not in this movie, but ah. probably should have been. I don't, know. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. I, just, I know the name. I thought it was this guy. No, it's not this guy. Rip Van Winkle. Rip. Robert Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. <laughs> you know my girlfriend saw Vanilla Ice play live? Your current girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. She should, uh, she should have kept that to herself. No, it's pretty cool. No, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> was it recent? It was... Because he's played around here recently. It was neither recent nor original. It was in the middle. All right. <laughs> like, after he was no longer cool. What, was it... Was it during his new metal days? It was his corn phase, yeah. Nice. When he redid Ice Ice Baby as like a corn song. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I gotta admit, like, I, I love that song. All versions of it. Even the karaoke ones. More people should do that at karaoke. I Let, like the original ooh. version. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, the Queen, Queen song. and yeah. David Bowie yeah. did it. Yeah. <laughs> they just, it's they, a little different. Yeah, they, they didn't have the same lyrics. Right. Um, it's probably because they're English. They didn't right. didn't translate well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she told me that the other day. I was super impressed. The other day she told you this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about Ice Ice Baby or right. something. We should uh, we should watch his movie sometime. Cool as ice. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. He, he rides like a crotch rocket motorcycle. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, who else is in this movie? Um, yeah, that yeah, bunch of people. Yeah, Steve Allen. Steve Allen. There was this scene where uh, uh, one of the one of the scenes is like a bunch of comedians roasting someone. Yeah, and it's like, like painful. It is bad. Like, the comedians are all just fucking terrible. Yeah. And they're all, like, 80 years old. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I've seen Steve Allen in something before, and I assumed that he was funny, but he wasn't in this, and neither were any of the other 
roasters? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> One of them was so bad that it was almost an act of itself. Young, Kenny Youngman? Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Youngman. Youngman. Yeah, he is, uh, I believe, the originator of the joke, Take My Wife, Please. Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. well then he's hilarious. <laughs> I'd take it all back. Sure, 70 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not good. Uh, <laughs> And one of them was apparently so bad that he didn't even get any screen time. Oh, really? Yeah. Was there another one? Yeah. Uh, I want to say that one of their jokes might have been funny, but uh, I can't remember <laughs> right off the top of my head. I do know that one of those comedians, uh, uh, Charlie Callis, we have seen him in a thing before. Oh. Uh, he played Sinestro. In the uh, Challenge of the Super Friends or <laughs> Superheroes live action. Oh, wow, really? Show. Wow. Yeah. He was he was one of the comedians on the roaster? The roast thing? On um, this. On the, the roasting? Uh-huh. The, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't recognize. <laughs> because, you know, he wasn't purple. Oh, yeah, but I mean. Wearing yellow who, spandex. Which one was he? Which one was he? The, he was the uh, the one of the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the black dude. That was, no, that was uh, something slappy white. Slappy white, yeah. Um, uh, no, he was the uh, old Jewish guy. <laughs> wow. I can't even remember that guy. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember him now. He made a lot of weird noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. He was Sinestro. I completely forgot that that guy was even in the roast, didn't uh-huh. yeah. Wow. Sinestro. <laughs> There's a lot of awesome uh, VHS-related jokes in this movie. Yeah. There's, like, I think three skits about VCRs or TVs playing yeah. playing movies. Yeah, you know, time period. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. VCRs I love it. VCRs were, were a thing. They, I, they, uh, I ain't complaining. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a pretty funny uh, piracy skit uh, that that uh, is probably, uh, you know, still relevant today. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, the guy that played Blackula as the uh, the lead pirate. Really? Yeah. You did your homework. No, I recognized him. Wow. Because he's fucking Blackula. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that guy looked familiar, but I didn't know who he was. Uh, If you if you show me a guy dressed like a vampire, but then you that's the only time I've ever seen him, and then you dress him like a a pirate, I I always think it's a completely different guy. <laughs> I would never be. I would never be good in police lineup, like you know, identification. Especially at Halloween. Oh, I'd be terrible at Halloween, right? <laughs> it's a good thing that you stayed in and didn't have to, uh, <laughs> you know, testify against any criminals this Halloween. That's true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this movie seems like it's been uh, very difficult for us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, just mentioning people in it and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was funny. Things that happened. It was funny and raunchy. Yeah. Um, lots of boobs. Yeah, lots of boobs. Joy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, some people don't. Those people are wrong. Yeah. Um, it was cool to, I mean, it was like, yeah, I can't believe that I didn't see this in the 80s. I mean, just seeing a movie that has, like, Steve Gutenberg and, you know, right. all this stuff, I'm like, what? I, how did I miss this? Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought this movie was from the '60s or something. Yes, you did. That was weird. And and I like I didn't know it was a skit movie. I thought it was like, I thought it was like Amazon Woman on the Moon, and right, like okay, yeah, right, like right. that was the plot of the movie. <laughs> like I thought it was some weird B movie or something. 
Which is bizarre. Yeah. Maybe that's why I never watched it. Huh. Huh, indeed. I know I've seen, like, the cover to the DVD is either a poster or an ad that I've seen a ton of times over the years. And, like, I don't know, it was was probably not advertised in comics in the 80s, was it? Uh, Probably not, no. Yeah, Yeah. so I don't know where I've seen it. Maybe. Definitely not a kid's movie. No. And at the time, comics comics were were for kids. kids. Maybe maybe they had a movie poster of it at a video store you used to go to or something, but I know I recognize that cover. Maybe even GameSwap has it. I remember it from like years and years and years ago. Right, though, right. Like like the cover. I mean, yeah, I've seen the the cover and or the poster anyway. Uh, various video stores throughout mm-hmm. the years. Maybe uh, the the former video store that used to be in the, the shopping center there. Maybe they had them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. but it's of uh, it's of the Invisible Man with his head unraveling and like all the characters like popping out of the branches. Right. It's a uh, really nice illustration. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Jack Davis a little bit. Hmm. I wouldn't have uh, made that connection. That's yeah. cool, though. Yeah. I, mean, I don't that. know who did it or not, but that's what the illustration reminds it, me it of. It was Rob Liefeld. It was Rob Because <laughs> he reminds me of Jack Davis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he he reminds think... me of Todd from Breaking Bad. Huh? He reminds me of Todd from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you have a favorite skit? Uh, I mean, every single time that David Allen Greer came on, <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. It was amazing. And there's, like, there's nothing to them. Like, he's just singing just horrible songs. Right. Uh, but just could not stop laughing every single time. Which blew me away because you don't really like to watch people sing. I do not. No. But it was great yeah, he's... to watch David Allen sing, sing like a white dude. <laughs> he really sells it. Yeah, because yeah. because the thing is, he's Don Simmons, uh, black man without soul. Don No Soul Simmons, <laughs> and he sings like Burt Bacharach songs and whatever. <laughs> and he just fucking sells it, man. Oh yeah, he's great. David Ellinger is a fucking genius. I love that guy. Yeah, he should be in more things. Oh yeah. Um, I love the. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I love the uh, Son of Invisible Man skit. That, oh, was, that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> Ed Bailey Jr. plays the Invisible Man's son. Right. And uh, he found the formula to uh, become invisible, so he believes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's not invisible. No, no, he's not. Spoiler. Yeah. So he goes around doing things that you would think an invisible man would have fun doing while he's completely na- naked. Yep. Um... <laughs> but he's just a naked guy. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, another semi-recurring skit uh, that happens that was pretty good. The bullshit or not. <laughs> uh, where they uh, discover, they uh, they look into the mystery of Jack the Ripper. Uh, and, uh, that's that's pretty great. That was a great one. Yeah. Um, I think Alan Moore, if he would have seen this film prior to writing from hell, he may have changed his, uh, you know, his theory thinking maybe he did see this and uh, this is what gave him his idea to oh, right. from hell. Yeah. <laughs> he just changed it a little bit. Right, just a yeah. little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Is it you hated? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I hated him. 
I didn't care for the the very first one with Arsenio. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. Like, okay, so like the conceit of the movie, for the most part, is that we're watching a movie called Amazon Women from the Moon that's being broadcast like late nights, you know, on this uh, local TV station. Right. And just there's a lot of commercials, and then like the movie breaks or whatever. So there's channel like, changes. Channel changes. So there's interruptions, and then like what we're watching is basically what's on the other channels or something. Right. Or yeah. Uh, except that like there's three or four things that happen that that don't fit in with what's happening. Oh yeah. You know, like the Arsenio thing. Like like that's that, the that's the very first thing in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wasn't watching television, and he wasn't on television. Right, yeah. Actually, didn't he try to turn his television on? He tried to, but it blew up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, just his whole thing was just he... Was just He's having a shitty day. Right, yeah. It's just... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't really fit in with the theme. They should have cut that one out. Yeah, they should have. Hmm. It was funny to see Arsenio Hall. Oh, I like seeing Arsenio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have, you, have, you, uh, have you watched his new show? I have not. I heard he doesn't have a dog pound and he doesn't do the fist bump thing. Oh, really? So, yeah, I'm yeah. out. I'm out. <laughs> I would uh, think that's a reason to be in. <laughs> um, no, it's, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I enjoy seeing Arsenio in movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good comedic actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean oh, yeah. Fucking coming to America. Oh, yeah, he's awesome in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that talk show ruined his life. <laughs> you think? I think so. Oh. I think he, uh, if he hadn't done the talk show, if he would have, uh, like, kept, you know, maybe trying to, to push comedy in, in movies. Right. You know, he, he might still be relevant. I'm sure he made a lot of connections and had oh, a lot. I'm sure he did. You know, yeah. I mean, he could get all the drugs he wanted or whatever. Right, right. From, you know, he met everybody from, like, Zeus from the Wrestling Federation to, like, <laughs> the Commodores, probably. So. Right, right. He's, he's good. He's probably right. I mean, I'm sure he's doing fine, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, he's kind of... May have taken a more noble path. Yeah. You know, yeah. More creative. A more creative. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because, yeah, I mean... The biggest thing about the fact that he's got the talk show again right now is that it's a joke. I mean, just nobody, nobody wanted that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is it like is it actually a joke? Like, no, it's, no, it's not. Oh, okay. Like, he has a talk show now. Okay. But I mean, why? Why bother? Right. You know, this is just like it feels and smells like the last desperate grasp of someone trying to hold on to relevancy. <laughs> I, I may. Have an unpopular opinion, but I think if Jimmy Fallon can have his own talk show, any fucking body can have his own talk show. Well, that's a given. <laughs> and that is, in my opinion, not an unpopular opinion. Oh, okay. Because fuck that guy. How? Like, you know, I had no problem with him on Saturday Night Live, but oh, I did. But I think he's the worst. He's talk- terrible. He's the worst talk show host I've ever seen. He's the worst talk show host I've ever seen. He is the worst actor on Saturday Night Live that I've ever seen. Yeah. And there have been uh, some really shitty people on Saturday Night Live. Right. Really shitty. <laughs> I would just say he's to talk shows what we are to podcasts. That insults <laughs> us. Not sure. No, I am. Yeah. We're better than Jimmy Fallon. Wow, cool. Well, we don't have the roots here, though. No, that's true. That would be awesome. We can play the roots. <laughs> yeah. Not right. today. Oh, okay. 
next time. All right. Oh, you have a song already picked up. Huh? You already have a song queued up. Yeah, not really. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. I also don't have any roots. But I know you do. So. Yeah, I've got some. We may have even, you may have even picked them in the past. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I have. But, you know, they have an album with Elvis Costello. Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. It's weird. I've heard one track from it. It's not bad. I'm not a I'm not an Elvis Costello guy. I I don't love or hate Elvis Costello, and I could not name one of his songs. But I don't eh. love or not hate him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just down the middle dislike him because of the Elvis name. Uh, he's, he's taking it from the King. Uh. Well, I mean, if I wanted to dislike him because his name is Elvis, then I would also dislike Elvis because his name is Elvis. <laughs> Because I don't like Elvis. Oh, okay. But I particularly don't like Elvis Costello because I think he's not uh, does not make the kind of music that I enjoy listening to. I yeah I don't I don't think I can name one of his songs. I'm sure I've seen him on like Saturday Night Live clips, best right. of yeah. you know best ofs or whatever. But um, yeah, but yeah, it I was saw him on The Simpsons once. Oh yeah. Right. yeah, man. Why don't why don't we get on The Simpsons? Everybody's on The Simpsons because we're terrible. We're not like celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> Has he been on The Simpsons? Oh man! <laughs> uh, so Jimmy Fallon is terrible. Yeah, that we agree on. But Arsenio Hall is not. Arsenio Hall is not terrible, yeah. and it's a shame that he has this talk show again that mm. uh, only further perpetuates the myth that he is terrible. Because <laughs> oh. he is not. <laughs> he can so, do better. So we could talk about the awesome directors in this movie. Yeah, we can. There's some good ones. Yeah, uh, I didn't know any of these guys were part of this uh there's a couple that i've never heard of yeah such as robert weiss and carl gottlieb i don't know who those guys are nah, me neither i did not do the research to find out if they had done anything else uh there may have been a couple of other directors that i can't recall uh but there was also peter horton who uh was actually in the the hospital one with uh, michelle pfeiffer as the husband oh okay yeah. the guy with the mullet yeah, yeah. okay uh, uh, from thirty uh, something, I believe. Huh. Yeah. Huh. And then uh, let's see. Then there's John Landis. Yeah. Who uh, I guess uh, this was. Uh, well, he was the producer of it. So, uh, but he also directed a couple of the, the segments. Yeah. And uh, Joe Dante. Right. Yeah. Who uh, this is actually the second anthology movie uh, this week. Uh, that he directed the segments of. Oh, yeah? yeah. Was it VHS too? No. Uh, well, and when I say that I saw this other movie, I watched about half an hour of it before I gave up on it. It was called Trapped Ashes. Uh, and it was a horror anthology thing. And he directed the wraparound segment. Because hmm. uh, it had uh, at least one of his, uh, his go-tos uh, that is in everything that he's uh, ever directed. Uh, the aforementioned Dick Miller. Uh, oh, yeah? yeah? Okay, cool. So, yeah, okay. So did he direct the part with Dick Miller in this one? Part, yeah, I guess? yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, he did Gremlins. And did Gremlins. And something else we watched recently, right? Uh, I don't know about us watching recently. Huh. But, uh, I, feel like, I feel like we watched a movie that had his name on the credits. Uh, was it Amazon Women from the Moon? It was Amazon Women. That's Women. what it was. Yeah. I, knew, I knew there was one. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Gremlins, Small Soldiers, 
Amazon. Trap ashes. <laughs> ashes. Uh, yeah, I'm probably just reimagining yeah. it. Um, I enjoy his movies. Mm-hmm. The ones I've seen. It's good. Except for Trap Ashes, which was not very good. Uh, <laughs> John Landis, always John Landis, good. Uh, I enjoy quite a few of his movies yeah. as well. American Werewolf in London. Yep. Paris. London. London. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe he had much or anything to do with uh, the Paris. Yeah. Hopefully not. No. Except it's awful. I haven't seen it. Don't. No. Do not. <laughs> I, I was going to pick it for day seven of our 31 day Halloween movie spectacular. I guess with 31 days, we're going to kind of have to not be so <laughs> right, right. We're going to watch all 26 Hellraiser movies. Um, <laughs> except for the first two, because those are terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was enjoyable. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Especially, especially if you grew up in the 80s where you can relate to the humor. Because some of it is a little dated. Some a of the re- yeah. like Mostly the references and things. I mean, there's not a lot of references to, like... You know, news events. No, but, but I mean, just know, VCRs and whatnot. Right. Or, uh, you know, they, they make a reference to, to video discs, which <laughs> yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> the only time I've ever seen a video disc outside of Game Swap in my entire life. <laughs> uh, I, like, I saw those for sale at Game Swap used, and I'd, I'd never even heard of video discs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> uh, I mean, we could be talking about two different things. There's the kind that they're laser discs, which are just like giant LP sized DVDs, basically. Right. Uh, except they're not digital; they're analog. Uh, and then there's the kind that look like a giant floppy disk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my uh, some friends of mine, when I was like a little kid, like two doors down, they had one a player, and I had like <laughs> episodes of. I think they had uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, they had uh, like episodes of uh, Masters of the Universe. Oh, how the cartoon! Yeah, yeah, and uh, some other stuff like on those big giant. Like I mean, they're like the size of a record, but they look and feel like, like those floppy discs. Yeah, how, how does that even work? Like, uh, like you stick it in the the player, and uh, it would play. But then, like after like ten minutes or so, you'd have to like flip it over and put it back in. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, it was terrible. So, like, a movie is on more than one disc? Uh, I think the movie was on one disc, but, I mean, you did you still flip it over. flip it over. Right. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but even, like, the laser discs, you have to flip yeah. over. Well. Yeah. yeah, I watched a couple laser discs, and I was like, like, the guy was, like, so excited, my, my buddy, and he, he was like, yeah, it's the peak of technology. It was, like, when it was new. And, right. and he brought it, like, I went over his house, and we watched it, and uh, I was a kid. I went over with my brother, because... Uh, you know, I was just some kid, and 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 he. <laughs> I mean, I didn't drive or anything. I was I was like fourteen or thirteen, and I remember watching. So you were just starting your career. I was just starting my career, and uh, we watched Backdraft because this guy was a fireman, and uh, he was so excited. And I'm like halfway through the movie, you know, he's like, "Yeah, check out the sound." He had it all set up, you know, surround sound. And then halfway through the movie, we, you know, he had to flip it over, and we, we were all just like, we all just kind of looked at each other like. What the fuck? Right. This is worse than a VHS tape. You have to flip it over. (laughs) Uh, You know what's kind of funny is that, uh, and by kind of funny, I mean not at all, (laughs) Uh, but I'm going to tell this story anyway. (laughs) All right. Uh, When my dad, when my parents first uh, got a DVD player, 
you know, after months of trying to get it set up for them, you know, with the surround sound and everything like that, they went out and they bought, like, a couple of movies, just, like, two or three movies, just to have, you know, so that they could play DVDs. Yeah. And my dad got uh, Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Ooh, cool. Uh, and so it was just one Sunday or whatever I was over there and, uh, he was like, do you want to watch it? And I was like, okay, sure. You know, like, I, I didn't have the, the absolute disgust that I have for Michael <laughs> right, Bay right, right. right Uh, but we watched it and I could play half of the movie and then he had to get up and put a second disc in to play the rest of the movie. Really? On DVD. On DVD? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like it's just stopped, like like it just like like it got to like the end of a scene and then it uh, kind of like faded to black and then like words came in. Please uh, put in disc two. Really? Yeah. Is it like exceptionally long? Yeah, it was like three hours. Yeah, it's not like five hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen any version of Pearl Harbor. Right, but I mean, you know, like like you know, they put TV shows out on DVD that are. You know, I mean, could fit like five episodes on the disc. Right. You know, like like hour long episodes. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I and I mean, usually, like like I mean, you can get DVDs that have two discs, but one disc has like extras. Yeah. You know? Right. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it was weird and bullshit. And but was that like the first time you watched the DVD? No, not for yeah. So not I, at all. Yeah. So so it did seem strange to you at the time. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. So anyway, what we're saying is that uh, it sucks to have to get up in the middle of a movie yeah, and like, do it, something it. It ruins it. It yeah. ruins it, yeah. Like, I don't know, like watching like half an hour of it and then pausing it to... You know, to go pee. To go pee <laughs> and, you know, take another half hour or so. <laughs> Whatever. Who would do that? Yeah, just horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I remember I also watched um, Backbeat on Laserdisc oh, well. at another guy's house because... <laughs> Actually, he was friends with the fireman, and he's he saw the laser disc. And this guy was under the spell. He was like, "Yeah, these are cool." Right. And so he bought a laser disc player. And, and so you've only seen laser discs that have the word "back" in them. Oh, weird. That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> back draft, back beat. I was gonna watch Back to the Future on one, but then they all went out of style before <laughs> before I got a chance. But yeah, I, I know my friend who. Uh, the Johnny Come Lately Laserdisc guy. <laughs> he uh he watched Backbeat with me at his house, and then like not too long after that, he sold his Laserdisc player. <laughs> so he was like under the enchantment spell at at first, but he quickly saw right. the error of his ways. You know, I was uh, yeah, cause, I don't know. Uh, like like I, it's outdated technology, and DVDs and Blu-ray are, are better than than Laserdiscs ever were. But, uh, you know, I go to GameSwap, and I see that they have a stack of Laserdiscs, and I'm just like, this is fascinating, and I sometimes think about buying a Laserdisc player. <laughs> really? Just to have some of those movies I, on Laserdisc. Are they super cheap? Or? Uh, I mean, the, I'm guessing the player, I think they sell, sold a player there for like 30, 40 bucks. Right. And the Laserdiscs are like, price of like dvds oh uh, i mean as i say if they're like a buck each like hey maybe that'd be right, right but, but yeah, i mean because yeah, I mean, there's because I mean, they're, they're collectible collectible yeah 
I can remember uh, when I was shopping at, there's a record store, Renaissance Music Media. Right. Um, he was really into laser discs. Like, he was the only person in town that sold them at one point, like, right. when they were first out. And, uh, like, I think that's where both of those guys got their <laughs> backdraft and backbeat. De- <laughs> and, uh, and, like, he was, a, uh, Jeff was a huge proponent of, of laser discs. Right. And, and he was like, oh, yeah, these are the next big thing. And, you know, for a minute, he was totally right. But, oh, yeah. but, I mean, it paved the way for DVDs and Blu-ray right. and whatever else is next, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess streaming is going to be the big thing. I guess mm-hmm. it is the big thing. So, I don't know. Whatever. It's weird that, uh, you know, apparently that guy was into progressive technology, whereas our, our friend Matt Brassfield, who uh, uh, currently sells laser discs, <laughs> is only into uh, regressive technology. <laughs> he, he's more of a, he's got the Devo philosophy. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, d- doesn't want to get a, uh, a Blu-ray player. Uh, I'm surprised he has DVDs, uh, but thankfully he does, otherwise we would have uh, watched this That's movie. true, yeah, we couldn't find a copy. Yeah. Luckily, he had one uh, hidden at his mom's house. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, like like he's not into streaming or downloading or anything like that. He always wants something on a, on a physical format. I, and apparently, the older the better. You know, it's weird. Like half of me totally respects that, and then and the like environmentalist in me, like like I am torn between just selling all of my crap and getting digital versions of it, like right. m- music and comics. Um, but then, you know, that's like the hippie in me, but the collector nerd in me loves having the actual tangible oh, thing. Oh, I love having stuff. Yeah. I can't deny that, but, uh... It's a sickness, though. It is a little bit of a sickness. We, we are, at our cores, addicts. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, we're stuff addicts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, instead of drugs, we get comics and toys and movies right. and other useless bullshit, uh, and ruin lives in the process. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh... Ours and others. Right. Uh, but you know, it just yeah. At the same time, I, I like to embrace new technology, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, because because I know that eventually I'm going to have to move out of this place, and uh, the less stuff I have, probably the better. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, moving is the time I especially realize oh, yeah. that I should have less. And you've stuff. done it quite a bit. Oh yeah. yeah, I've lived like 14 places in the last 15 years. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've only ever lived in this place and in my mom's house, but, uh, you know, uh, as I've accumulated more and more, as I uh, try to desperately hold on to my childhood. Right. You know. That's what we're all doing. I'm trying to have a childhood with a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, It's tough. It's going to be a bitch and a half to move the... 17 long boxes, maybe more, I don't know. Yeah, I would help, but I am out of town that weekend right, when yeah. you're moving. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, <coughs> Joe G's here, though. Okay. And Matt good. Pressfield. Yeah, I can always uh, rely on those guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I did watch a documentary along these lines called Surviving Progress. And, I mean, it's more about, the you know, just like, the population growth and, right. and uh, than it is about technologies so and laser discs. It's, it's about culling the population. Yeah, it's saying we. It basically s- suggested to my subconscious mind that everyone needs to kill a dozen people by the end of the year. Okay. To help the population go down. Get behind that. <clears throat> yeah, I've got a list. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is it all? Is are there any celebrities on your list, or is it all people you've encountered? Uh, 
It's yeah, mostly people I've encountered, but I can probably knock a couple of those out and then replace <laughs> right. them with celebrities. Right. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, because there are celebrities I don't like and should not be around. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Can you name one? Uh, Kim Kardashian. Well, right. Uh, Paris Hilton. But would you save the celebrity for last? So, you know, they wouldn't... So I can get away with the others? Exactly, because yeah, they don't right. really care if you're just killing some guy in Dayton. Right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, get the guy at Burger King. I know he's on your list, um, but nobody's going to come looking for you no, when yeah. you kill him, but... And he's a minority, so that's just going to get ignored that he's dead. See? See, it's that's terrible. the way the police work. That's right. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. He's not on my list because he's a minority. Right. He's a dickbag. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're you're not a monster. Right. You wouldn't kill someone based on their skin tone. No. But based on their uh inopportune jokes. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's perfectly <laughs> acceptable in our society. Uh yeah, what celebrity would you kill? Um if I could kill I guess Charlie Adler. Okay. I don't know. That's not a no, no, and I wouldn't kill him. I don't. I've done nothing. I have you. nothing against him. Like he did me a favor. He saved me three dollars <laughs> a month. <laughs> if anything, I owe him like fifty bucks. Like you know, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've because no one's really affected me like that. You know. Well, then why did you ask me? I was just curious. Because <laughs> ideally, none of those people affect me. They just right. shouldn't be around. I'm sure there's one. I'm sure there's one that I can't stand. Um, Roman Polanski. I actually like his movies. So uh, you support pedophilia? Mm, no. Okay. I, but I like uh, Rosemary's Baby. That was a good movie. Mm. Um, yeah. Orson Scott Card. Do you like him? Oh, I do not like him. That would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, sure. The world could do without an Orson Scott Card. I mean, because first of all, he's already left his mark. Like, it's not like he didn't get to affect the world. He put out uh, whatever that book was. Ender's Game. Ender's Game. Everybody loves it. Everybody's cream in the pants over it. I guess it. so, yeah. Um, I've, had, like I've had, like... Stupid bullshit to me. I've, I've had two different people go, I know he's an asshole and he's horrible, but you should totally read that book. It's awesome. I was like, there's no way I could read that book knowing, no like, yeah. yeah. It'd be like having a Hitler painting. Like, you know, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His people, though, are a little sketchy. That's what I've heard. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, you know, even was that guy in this movie? What? Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's yeah, insane. Yeah, he looked looked familiar. Also, in a lot of Joe Dante movies, Inner Space is another Joe Dante. Movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, we never watched that together. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, there I was like, "That's the one." No, no, it wasn't. But yeah, yeah, sure. Kill Orson's got credit. Yeah, That's fine. Right. Uh, yeah, even if uh, even if that guy wasn't just a homophobic, bigoted asshole. I would still have no desire to read Ender's Game. Really? Yeah. I've heard it's really good by people whose opinions I respect on literature. Obviously not on people because they're like, like, yeah, you can you can overlook that <laughs> and read it. No, I can't. Yeah. Anywho, Amazon Women on the Moon. It was okay. Yeah, it was, it was, was good. It was, it was pretty. Good. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. And it's different enough. Like, like it made a joke at the beginning about short attention span. Yeah. And and it is like that. Like every. Three minutes, you know, there's something, something different. Yeah. It's a pretty short movie, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what's her Carrie Fisher is also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was good. Yeah, yeah. Get to see her gams. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I enjoy seeing her not in Star Wars. Right, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It doesn't she, happen a lot. 
She was great but, in uh, uh, The Man with One Red Shoe. Uh, I don't remember her in that. No. Uh, I liked her in The Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Burbs. Mm-hmm. Another oh, yeah. Joe Dante movie. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, Joe Dante. Yeah, do it up. Yeah, Dick Miller's in that one, too. Yeah, yeah, he is. So he's like Dick Miller's, like, uh, Joe Dante's Sam Raimi's car. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, quick question about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I thought it was him, but maybe it wasn't. Uh, but but you're the man with the uh, the the keen eye. And the what? Eye. I didn't recognize Brian Cranston. <laughs> uh, but you would recognize this guy, I would assume, if you saw him. But uh, did I see Harry Dean Stanton in this movie? No, at the bar. Yeah, that guy looks like Harry Dean okay. Stanton because I saw you look over at me, and I uh-huh. and like whenever whenever you look over at me. Uh, like, with that specific look, I'm like, wait a minute, is Harry Dean Stanton on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I looked, and uh, it was a guy that looked like Harry Dean okay. Stanton. <laughs> Not actually yeah. Harry Dean Stanton. I knew that look. Right. It was that, is this Harry Dean Stanton look? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it is. You should totally, if you like this, you should totally check out uh, Kentucky Fried Movie because it's real similar, but it has more boobs. I would, uh, I, I was planning on seeing the movie anyway. Yeah, but I just but now I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Joey Travolta's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and a, and a monkey in a space suit. Oh yeah, that's always adorable. Yeah, yeah. you can't go wrong. All right, we'll take a break. Sure. I apologize that we barely talked about this movie. Yeah. Well, why? They know that. It's a case my uniform to be a civil judge. All the songs are history now about rock stars and their grudge. Let us cast our minds back to 30 years or more.
to go to trash. Hello. What's up? You. We're here. We are. We've done this before. We'll do it again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So what's up, buddy? No, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Nothing terribly exciting. Did you? Did you? Uh, Lose power or anything during the crazy windstorm on Halloween night? I did not. It flickered at our place. But I, I heard some, some wind, but that mm-hmm. was pretty much it. Mm. I did not, uh, yeah, didn't experience a thing here. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I guess there possibly was a tornado that touched down in Vandalia that night. Well, I did not yeah. hear a thing about that either. Because a, a restaurant was completely destroyed wow. by the wind. And a truck flipped over. Uh, so it's pretty crazy. Could have been the Hulk. It, could have, it does sound like his MO. <laughs> like the restaurant was closed. Right, he got yeah. pissed. Yep. Flipped the truck and yep. destroyed the restaurant. Yeah. That could happen. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, if there were a Hulk, the government would cover it up with what? stories of like tornadoes, tornadoes and, st- and whatever. And don't they, didn't they in the movie? I think so. Yeah. 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 Wow. Realities are blurring. Yeah, yeah. So basically, and I mean, you know, Bruce Banner's from Dayton. It's true. It's true. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know which specific zip code he lived in. <laughs> so it could have been Kettering. Yeah. <laughs> but he still calls it Dayton right. because it sounds cooler. <laughs> I'm from the streets, man. I'm not from your your shiny suburb. <laughs> I live in the hood. Okay. I do have a lot of... Okay, our neighborhood is kind of going down in value. I think there's been some honkies moving, and they're just walking around shirtless. And every time I see one walking down the sidewalk, I want to cross to the other side of the road. Uh, well, you should. Yeah. I mean, I'm serious. They're like... It's just these... This family of white people with no clothes, apparently, that right. love to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and their kids are so loud. Their kids yeah. are so loud. Oh my God. I Do think they, they live right next to you. They, it's weird. They live like, like if you walk down the sidewalk from my house, like two houses to the corner, right. and then you turn the corner, they're like another two houses. Okay. But their backyard completely, like, Caddy corner. It, yeah, so like, like I could throw a softball to them and they could throw it back to me really right, easily. Right. And uh, like you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be racist against these white people, but um, as soon as they moved in, like a week later, it's when my car got broken into in my backyard. Uh. And like I, I used to always like, I mean, they can see my car right. where it's parked from their backyard. And every time I walk around, you know, like I would just, you know, walk. And open my car door and get right in. So, right. like, and they were always in the backyard, right. always. So I'm like, like they, they would know that you know my car wasn't locked. Right. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, judge. <laughs> but you know, you know how it is with white people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, George uh, W. Bush was white. George W. Bush was white. Christopher Columbus was white. Yep. Um, Ed Bigley Jr. Ed, white. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Young. Totally white. Yep. Um, <laughs> I may have actually been the one that broke into my car. <laughs> you did know that it was unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. I that's mean, true. I had my shirt on, though. Oh, so. uh, yeah, that's true. 
I always, I, always keep my shirt I've on. I've never, I think, said this out loud, but I do appreciate you always keeping your shirt on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird that I do have to say that. <laughs> yeah. But I could, that's the society we live in now. Yeah, isn't that sad? Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, you know, chances are, like, if I didn't know you very well, uh, you might not know that, it, you know, I didn't wear a shirt if I didn't wear one. Right, right. But since we've spent a lot of time together over the years, you'd think I'd be like, you don't, you don't care if we watch this movie without my shirt on, right? Right, right. That's cool, right? No, yeah. But, no, like, I've, cool. I've never done that. You, uh, it's a mutual respect between us that, that uh, <laughs> you keep your shirt on. I, I do have a photo I actually just saw, like, two days ago of uh, me and the drummer from the band I was in, my friend Nick, um, one, uh, one day... On a Sunday afternoon, we decided to take our shirts off and drink cans of beer and watch a movie together. And, uh, and my girlfriend took photos. So, so we were, you know, we were getting into it. There. Did you fuck each other afterwards? No, it was not sexual at all. We even sat on different pieces of furniture the entire time. You know, yeah, I just, uh, I like you. But, uh, as much as humanly possible, I'm gonna try to keep my shirt on around you. Yeah. Yeah, I love and, that. And I hope you would do the same for me. I love, I love that line of thinking. <laughs> and uh, any any other of my friends out there that would uh, be listening, uh, I hope the same uh, goes for us too. You know, I have I had a friend, a good friend that uh, he was so into always keeping his shirt on that he would not even take his shirt off when he had sex with his wife. Really? She she told us that. Huh? She's like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like to take his shirt off ever. I would think that uh, that bit of information would be something that uh, would also be kept as uh, oneself. You would think so, yeah. but I would rather have that information than to see my friend without a shirt. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and it wasn't like he was like out of shape. I mean, he was like a nice buff. Like, I mean, like he was in shape. Right. Did he have four nipples or something like that? I see. I don't know. I've never seen him without a shirt. Yeah. Like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he had some horrible tattoo. Maybe he had a Nazi tattoo yeah, or something. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. No. Uh, I'm assuming he would take it off when he showered. I would, I would imagine. Right, yeah. yeah. But he was in the punk rock, so maybe he just didn't shower. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe that's why he was keeping his shirt on, because it's punk rock to keep your shirt on when you're having sex. Is it really? See, I was so unpunk that I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, punk rockers usually do have shirts on. Yeah. Usually. I mean, Sometimes. they're usually we'll torn up and... Feces stains or whatever, but right, right. yeah, uh, I've got a I've got a friend uh, that I uh, used to hang out with a lot more. I don't hang out with very much anymore. Uh, by that I mean at all, but uh, you know, just for lack of time and money. But uh, he uh, enjoyed being in various stages of shirtlessness. Oh yeah, yeah, like like he would wear like a, he would wear a wife beater. Uh, you know, most of the time, uh, and then have like a like a button up shirt on top of that with maybe like one button buttoned. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but then sometimes he would uh, just be wearing that button up shirt with one button buttoned, but no undershirt. Okay, a lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> was that an exhibitionist kind of thing? Or I don't know. What I think it was just a comfort, was just a comfort thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah he just liked to be mostly shirtless. Was he from a uh, a cooler, at least from Alaska, maybe. No, no, okay. he was from, from, uh, a, uh, 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 you know, not great part of Dayton. Okay. You know? Not the two O's up code. Uh, 
Uh, not the 2-0 zip code, yeah. Uh, I don't know the exact zip code, but, uh, I mean, this is a neighborhood that, uh, while driving to his house once, I just saw a, uh, a family of, uh, mostly naked kids playing out in their yard, and there was just a, 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 a eh, toddler, uh, just standing in the middle of the street in a diaper. Oh. You know, uh, just in the middle of the street. Right. Yeah. And it's not like a dirt road. It's no, like, yeah, it yeah. was a street. Yeah. Right, right. And, uh, you know, just nobody, you know, apparently yeah. cared that they that were That sucks. So that's the kind of neighborhood that he grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I'm just assuming that, uh, that may have rubbed off on him. A oh, bit. oh, maybe like to him, he's pretty clothed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah, like right. twice as much clothes as a normal human. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's not his fault. Yeah. It's uh environment. Yeah. Nature versus nurture. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um this has been shirt talk. <laughs> yes it is. Um I saw RIPD this week. Ooh, why? Um yeah, I just uh, thought it would be fun. And it was. It was not, by any stretch of the means, a great movie, but it was a fun movie. I always love to see Kevin Bacon doing his thing. Yeah. Um, I like Kevin Bacon. I didn't even know he was in that movie. Yeah. He's kind of not in the trailers. No. Yeah. And, and then, you know, and Jeff Bridges doing his, uh, his new life, lifetime impression of Rooster Cogburn. Right. Uh, which is unfortunate, but yeah. but it was good. Yeah. Even Jeff Bridges was good. I will uh, I'll just take your word for it because uh, I don't think you could pay me to watch that movie. Right. I, you know, it doesn't seem like. I mean, it it looked like it was going to be a Men in Black ripoff, and it was a Men in Black ripoff. Right. But for some reason, I still thought it was really fun. Right. Well, uh, again, taking your word on that one. All right. Because I will uh, I will not be watching it on my own. Under my own free will. You'd veto? I would veto. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't waste a veto, but uh, I would assume since you've already seen it, you wouldn't pick it. You know, it's, well, yeah, I mean, maybe like a year from now or something. You know, it's weird that we still have the veto system because I think, like, I know I've never used the veto. Right. And I think maybe you did once. Um, I think at least twice. Have you? Okay. We should should update our veto laws because apparently we've got a, Bigger veto cushion than we really need. Right. I think the veto is fine where it is. Yeah. 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 What is it? What is that? Three a year? Uh, three a year for each yeah. of us. Yeah. But that seems like a lot. Like, cause yeah, I mean, in four years we've had two vetoes. Right. <laughs> so you know, let's. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, we should uh, keep it in place. Yeah, you're just afraid I'm gonna pick some shit. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't veto anything. I just don't read it if it looks like it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's my own version of a veto. Yeah, at least, uh, at least with the the, because I mean, I guess technically we don't have to watch the movies together, but uh, we always have. We every, always have, every every except time. for one time we haven't. What? Which uh, one? The proposition. Really? Yeah, we did not watch that together. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know what the circumstances was. We we just. We could not huh. get together to watch that movie, and so I watched it first, and then I lent it to you. Wow, okay. And you lent it to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's weird. Uh, I don't even remember that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, 
five years, only one movie that we haven't watched together out of uh, everything. All right. Uh, you know, but, and I think that, uh, that that's a good thing to have in place because you might... Actually, I would say that I would probably be the guilty one of just deciding not to watch the rest of the movie. If, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. Right. <laughs> or I could catch you if you're playing on your phone the whole time or right, something. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. Should, should we start reading the comics in the same room together? Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's different. <laughs> yeah. if, if only we, like, uh, it was like the Three Stooges where we slept in the same bed together. <laughs> And we could just read it at the same time. Right. Like, are you done? Are you done with that page? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's been, uh, uh, I mean, not not any kind of serious talk, but we've talked about it once or twice about, uh, you know, thinking that we'd be okay roommates. Right, right. Uh, I think uh, if we did, we should do it uh, old timey and uh, you know, sleep in the oh, same room yeah. at least. Have those like sleeping hats and yeah, the sleeping you know, and uh, you know, separate beds, uh, you know, but oh, together. Yeah, you know. yeah. right. With just uh, you know a nightstand between us. I want to I want to say the three studios all were just in one oh, big they were bed, all, but they were brothers. Yeah, were they? Yeah, were they brothers? Yeah, most of them. Okay. Yeah, at least two out of the three. Like uh, Larry and Larry and Mo. Were they brothers? I or? think so. Yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah. I don't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Shemp, not a brother. Uh, Shemp was a brother. Really? Yeah. Okay. Larry Howard, Mo Howard, and Shemp Howard. Yeah. Wow. I think Curly was the odd man out. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Well, one of the Curlies. Was, Curly was Joe. A brother. Or, yeah. Curly Joe, yeah, was, was, was the uh, brother. Not, yeah. Hmm. Curly Joe was Curly Joe Besser, I believe, who was, uh, I think, uh, related to uh, comedian Matt Besser. Hmm. Of uh, Upright Citizen Brigade fame. Wow. That's good, uh, good genealogy. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh-huh. uh, just useless bullshit. Yeah. In my head. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah, if uh, if we ever moved in together, we should totally, you know, yeah, just do that. The you right. know, the, whole, the the sleeping gown and the the caps. <laughs> Can yeah. we have a candle on that nightstand? Uh-huh. Yeah, like on a little tin uh, yep, carrying yep. cup or yep. whatever. <laughs> a little handle. Yep. Oh, so, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's throw Doogie in this situation. Yeah. 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 I think he would be a great third chair. Like, if he just wandered in on every episode. (laughs) Like, he was like the Kramer from our Seinfeld, you know? Like, hey, look, it's Doogie. And, like, three minutes later, you're like, oh, weird. Doogie's gone. Right, right. Yeah. And it's funny. We were watching that that documentary I told you about, the Surviving Progress. And there's this hilarious moment where, um, like, I'm sitting in a chair and Doogie's, like, just laying there on the floor watching the movie. And, uh, and they're talking about, they're like, you know, um, you know, it used to be, um, you know, it would take a thousand years for population to increase as much as it does every like two years now. And they're like, but you know, but then, you know, we figured out some things like, like we warm milk to like kill bacteria, um, you know, the pasteurization process. And what they were doing is like, some of us don't. And he was like, yep, I'm doing my part. (laughs) Like, you know, again, to, uh. You know, to to slow population growth, he's right, right, he's right. not drinking pasteurized milk. <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, uh, you know what it really is, though. It's uh, those people that moved in uh, behind you that uh, that are destroying the world. Oh yeah, overpopulation. They're kid- I know, right? Like, I uh, idiocracy is happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, it kind of scares me that I think this way 
but I've thought this way for years and I've never, like, no amount of questioning this thought pattern has made me change my mind. I honestly think you should have to apply to get kids. Oh, yeah. Like, I think there should maybe even be something in the water supply that, uh, <laughs> that keeps people, um, sterile. Right. And then you have to actually pay money for an antidote to that. Right. right. I really think that's a good idea. I think that's a brilliant fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it in the Mountain Dew. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the sour cream gun at Taco Bell. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We'd be saving yeah. lives. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I've enjoyed a Mountain Dew or two in my time. Right. Uh, but I do uh, always ask for no sour cream at a Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I always have sour cream on my Taco Bell, and I am fine with being sterile. <laughs> I mean, I think eventually I would like to have kids, mm. but uh, as a uh, 35-year-old man that uh, no woman has ever shown an interest in, uh, that's just not going to be happening anytime soon, so what the fuck? Let's bring out the mountain. Yeah, man. we're a little too, we're, we're getting too old for it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we don't want to be 50 having kids, you know? Right, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, clearly we're dumb. Oh, clearly we're not providing anything to society. This is news to me. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Last, I mean, on paper, maybe we should never have uh, offspring of our own. Well, you gotta put paper down so you don't get well, liquid, sure, liquid yeah. all over the place. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, I'd say we were slightly more qualified, and and probably some of the people who should be having offspring. And some of the, instead of the people who actually are. Right, you know, yeah. yeah. Again, and we're idiots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what does that say? <laughs> right. You know, and I honestly think it, there's a there's a fair shot that the world's worst parents could produce a child who grows up to be a good person if he or she, like, finds other role models right. at a young age. Yeah. Um, that's totally possible. But not likely. But not likely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, there's a uh, yeah, just uh, uh, comedian uh, Mike Schmidt uh, recently put out a uh, a CD of his. Uh, it's not stand up, but uh, like he does a one man show, and uh, he had a joke in it uh, about this uh, woman that he knew when he was a kid who was pregnant at the time and drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette and then threatening to go kick some woman's ass. And, uh, he described, uh, described the baby that was, uh, inside of her as, uh, just stewing up an awful kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It happens. Oh, yeah. But, you know, time marches on. Progress, man. <laughs> it's all progress. I do want to watch that movie again because I had to stop this it in the middle. Is the third time you've seen it now? I was only, I've only seen it once. Oh, okay. Yeah, just this morning. Right. I just got it from the library. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, a lot of it is no-brainer stuff. It's like, you know, uh, you know, don't waste as much resources, you know, right. like duh. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll check it out again. I haven't watched too many things lately. I watched VHS last night. Yeah. With with me. With you, yeah. That was good. It was another anthology movie. That was pretty good. Yeah. It was like, 
it really did start off so like brash and crazy right. that I really didn't think I was going to enjoy it because um, it starts off pretty fucking crazy right. and loud and like obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. And just like cameras going every direction and handheld cameras. But uh, yeah, it really turned out to be a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, I had watched uh, VHS 2 the day before that because I've seen the first, I've seen the one we watched last night a couple times already. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, I didn't care for it too much the very first time I watched it. Then I watched it again, and I actually liked it a lot more. Right. Uh, and I felt pretty much the same about it. Uh, but I watched the the sequel, which is just you know it's got a completely different setup and different stories. It's an anthology uh, with eh, like like one thread of a connection between the two. Right. Uh, but I loved it a lot more than I, I did the first one. Uh, I like the first one. It so. makes me definitely want to see the second one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's pretty much all I've watched recently. Mm. You didn't watch the Charlie Brown Halloween I special? Did not, no. I did, and and like it was weird because like that the it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Browns from the like sixty six or something, right. and then immediately after they showed another one from the early seventies called You're Not Elected Charlie Brown, uh-huh. and I have never ever seen that, or if I did, I just don't remember it at all. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it was uh, like yeah, I've heard of the big ones. They, yeah, the Christmas one and the Halloween one. Yeah. But this one was in the Thanksgiving one. That's yeah. super depressing. Uh, uh, <laughs> but this one, uh, they, I actually liked the "You're Not Elected" one better um, than "It's the Great Pumpkin." But it was, uh, he was Charlie Brown was running for class president or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was really good. And I was, like I couldn't believe I'd never seen it, or I thought maybe I'd just forgotten it. But that makes me feel better that you haven't seen it. Right. Yeah, I'm uh, not, a, uh, not a Charlie Brown guy though. Anyway, so. <laughs> I, when I we discussed that yeah mostly. yeah when I was a kid I never liked the cartoons um and the, and I can see why watching this I mean they're pretty slow right I mean they have a lot of the same like the it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown is basically it seems to me like it's a bunch of Sunday comics put into a story right um and it you know it's cool but it's very slow and I can see why as a kid uh, you know I would have wanted something much more fast moving right. But I always did like the comic strip, but just the cartoons not so much. Like I said, I watched uh, watched like the first thirty minutes of Trapped Ashes, so I saw like uh, it's also an anthology movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, watched uh, like the first two story segments, and they they weren't great. Uh, and then you know the Joe Dante wraparound was was still ongoing, so. Did you watch the rest of the Joe Dante thing, at least? Uh, no. Uh, so that was that bad? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was just it was boring. It was mm. Like, the two stories, not directed by Joe Dante, but they were terrible. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. And then just, uh, fuck around on my computer and, uh, work. Ah. Well, I think I know something you might do this coming week. Ooh. There's a comic book I was going to... Have us read oh, for the show. I enjoy reading. I, I have actually been reading a comic book on and off. Oh, which one? An anthology. Yeah, <laughs> you're into this. Uh, it's actually uh, uh, Grendel, Red, White, and Black, is what I've been reading. Is it an anthology? It's an anthology. Okay. Uh, different. It's all written by Matt Wagner, but uh, drawn by different artists. Oh, it's like cool. Short stories. Sweet. Uh, some pretty good ones. Yeah. Uh, I have that, and there was a one that came out like a couple of years before that called Black, White, and Red. 
Yeah, okay, uh, that's right. I remember they did that. They yeah. switched. switched over. That's not confusing. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which one do I own? Which one don't yeah, I own? Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, but now I know for sure that I own both of them. Uh, and I enjoy those, but it's weird because I've never really read any other Grendels other than that. But I like them. Yeah. Right? Wow. So, yeah, so I've been reading a comic uh, this past week. Sweet. But now I'm going to read another one. You're going to read another one. I hope. Unless you use one of those aforementioned vetoes. I always have the V on my lips as you say it. <laughs> That's not the only place you have a V. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but <see>. I, uh, <laughs> to the best of my memory, which is not saying much, right? we've never reviewed any Jack Kirby comics? No. Yeah. That should but, be remedied. Yeah, it should, I guess. I, I mean... This is just me talking, uh, but I noticed that you didn't walk in with anything. That's true. And I don't actually own any Jack Kirby comics. Right. <laughs> so I hope that uh, you're going to eventually let me read this thing. Yeah. I, I haven't read it yet, okay. but I'm sure I can read it tomorrow okay. and bring it by Monday or Tuesday. Um, but uh, it's, it's a book that... He wrote and drew himself right. in the early 70s called In the Days of the Mob. Okay. And it's uh, basically Jack Kirby telling the old 30s mobster stories. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of this thing. It was uh, originally released as a single-issue magazine oh. in, like, 1971, and they planned a second issue, and it never got published. But, like, two months ago... Actually, when I was still working at Mavericks, I ordered a copy of the hardcover because they... They're, oh, okay. It's one of those things. Yeah. They, they did one... Uh, like the like Spirit recently. World. Spirit World. Yeah. yeah. Well, this one is like... They reprinted it for the first time in, you know, like 35 years or 40 years. And uh, and it's the first issue plus the all the, the pencils um, that they, like, darkened uh -huh. a little bit. So it's not... Doesn't right, right. look completely inked, but it's not like annoying to look at. Right. Um, but yeah, it's the first two issues of uh, In the Days of the Mob. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. It, yeah. Looks, it looks good. I haven't read it yet, but. Uh, yeah, it's. it's. I mean, you know, I've. Uh, we'll probably talk about it uh, next week as well, but, uh, you know, I've, I've said before that uh, it's only within like the past five years or so that I've, I've become a Kirby fan. Right, right. You know, like, like, I was kind of anti-Kirby for a very long time. Right. Uh, and uh, have, have seen the error of my ways. <laughs> awesome. Because uh, I love like looking at his art online. Uh, but yeah, I've never really read anything that he's ever drawn before. Like other than just like the rare, you know, reprints of, of something that Some... Stan Lee... Some origin story or something. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, this one is all Kirby, baby. Stanley Stanley didn't even get a a credit because this one is from DC Comics. Right. Yeah. I, I will say this. I have actually, I have read, because uh, I think I borrowed that uh, Miracle Man trade that you have, uh, and I read some of those. And, I mean, you know, old comics, they're, they're Sometimes kind of hard to just get through. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, we've read Kirby solo stuff and we've read Stan Lee solo stuff. And there's something missing from both of them. Yeah, yeah. That, that together, they, they, there's something there between the two. <laughs> Despite all the oh, yeah. whatever else is going on. Here. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Sweet. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh... And again, this is all stuff that we could be talking about next week. 
but uh, I do have the uh, Streetwise anthology. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's got, got a, like, uh, a Kirby story. Uh, yeah, it's got a Kirby story about him being uh, a kid and, and getting involved with like street gangs right. or whatever. And it's all penciled. Yeah, and it's written by him, and I love that. It's story. it's great. Yeah. yeah, I haven't read that in years, but I do. That that to me was the standout one, and I wasn't even a huge Kirby fan at the time. Right. Like I liked Jack Kirby, but like you know, I, I probably bought it because like there was an Evan Dorkin story or something right, in right. it. But then yeah, I read the Kirby one. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Right. And it was exactly the same way. Like I was not a Kirby fan at all, and I loved that story. Mm-hmm. And it probably what set the tone eventually for me to to become the full convert that I am now. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean. Can't say that I'm not a little disappointed that we're not going to read something that has like Kirby Crackle and, and crazy cosmic shit. You know, I think I mean I kind of flipped through it. There's some like car crashes. I right. think I think I may maybe have saw Kirby Crackle when I was flipping Ooh, through it. Okay. Maybe right. maybe right. <laughs> <laughs> like smoke from Ma Baker's car or something. Right, right. Cool. All right, Jack Kirby in the days of the mob. Sweet. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. We should uh, stop bugging these people. Yeah, sorry, people. Yeah, all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>